Insight. Welcome to the Wednesday Exchange with Teresa Tulipana and Brett Kaufman. This is where we discuss upcoming trends in leadership and education. We're glad you're here. The Chucks and Pearls Day. Well, how's it going? Did you have a good day? I'm having a great day. How about you? Oh, it was uh it was uh it was a very good day. And why might that be, dear friend? Well, let's see. It's January 20th. I went to the chiropractor, and so my back feels great. So um, I'll start with that. How's that? I Hey, anytime <laughs> our backs can feel great. I got a massage yesterday, and I'm going to say, I'm with you. If somebody can do anything to make our backs feel better, massage or chiropractor, that makes for a great day. Oh, man, I'm telling you what. Oh, I can turn my neck now. Uh, Ooh, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway. We also had an inauguration today. Is that what you were talking about? Um, you, weren't talking, you weren't asking about my back, were you? Well, I really was because I care about you, but <laughs> I care about our democracy and our nation equally, if not more. Sorry. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, equally is pretty good. Cool, uh, good. I mean, because that's yeah. big. That is big. That is big. Okay. So, uh, well, I, I got to tell you one other little tidbit about my day today. Okay. I got interviewed on NPR for by uh by Ellie Moxley about why schools should allow the inauguration to be viewed in classrooms. Wow. That is exciting. And what was your reasoning? Well, this is first off, did you hear my question? Why? Yeah. They should, yeah. You know why? Because there are there are school districts who aren't. They have told their teachers not to show it. Oh wow! Yeah, they're missing the point. <laughs> they're missing the point. It's not. And about I was, I was, and I have to tell you, I was. It was, you know, it was, it was public radio, so I was super nice and wimpy. Okay, so it wasn't like okay. a Wednesday exchange. No, I did. I tempered. I tempered what I said, and I made sure it was P- PC, right? Right. And I was just, and I was in support of school boards who said this, or really not, like, not school it's boards. It's their school boards to decide. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, and and let me just be fair. It's not the school boards that are saying it. It's it's administrators. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah. That's You know, there is a school board policy that says you cannot, uh, you, you should, you, you, as an employee, you can't pick a side politically. You cannot show your, your allegiance. But, right. You have to, you have to be apolitical. Okay. Correct. That's fine. And, And I think that's a good policy. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, but but not showing the inauguration. That's not a good policy. That, well, well, doesn't that favor a political view? Um, here's what I'm going to say. It depends on if they allowed <laughs> it in the past. No, it <laughs> depends on if they allowed it in the past or not. And you know they have. Well, I don't. But assuming they have, 
yeah. then absolutely it favors. But if they have had a, here's my analogy. Um, when George W. was in office, George W. Bush, yeah. he requested to come to a school where I was principal. Mm -hmm. We had a practice of not allowing any public figure to come and speak because the school district did not want a school to be a beacon or associated. We turned down the president of the United States. They were consistent. So if a board has a policy that says we don't show inaugurations and they're consistent, go for it. But if they've shown them in the past and they've changed, then no, that's not that's not okay. Yeah. And okay, sorry. How do you how do you teach social studies when you turn down the president of the United States? <laughs> okay, that that's not the point of our conversation. <laughs> It truly is not the point of our conversation. It was it was a decision by the board and the superintendent, and and that was what we did. I mean, yeah, they. Well, they I, were, I would say that was a political I, that was a political decision. Uh, you know, who knows what was going through their minds at that time? I don't know. Well, yeah, who knows? It doesn't really matter, right? But hey, back to the real topic. Here's why. Yeah. Here's here's our new president, Joe Biden, mm -hmm. at the very beginning of his speech, and I will not get the quote exact because I did not write it down, but his quote was something like, we are not here to celebrate a man. We are here to celebrate democracy. Mm. Right there is why everyone should watch it and why um they should show it at schools because he, he's he's got it right it's it's not about joe biden as much as it is it's really about our democracy yeah. and i felt that the tenor of the events thus far today really communicated a couple things democracy uh, unity and i think there was a very powerful underlying tinge of uh of of one thing our country was founded on which was religion so mm -hmm. just freedom i understand but yeah i don't know what were your what are your thoughts well the, definitely there was a common theme among every speaker that spoke right i mean yeah. and um, so, and this is one of the things I picked up from it and I thought, why wouldn't you want this in your, in your schools? I mean, for, I, I think for elementary students, look at all the symbols and imagery that are there that were so important to getting yeah. kids to have a relationship with our democracy. Right. Right. I mean, like introducing them to some of the ideas in middle school, some of the concepts that the, the, the speakers we're talking about and the challenges that our country faces yeah. in the next four years. And how would you, you know, the question I would have for middle school students is how would you address all these problems now? And which yeah. would be your priority? Which one would you go after first? Right. You know, and why that one, you know? Yeah. And it, then uh, it'd be a perfect follow-up to the poet lariat. 
Uh, okay, so that was where I was going next. Okay, Actually, good. Go Am- for there. Uh, Amanda Gordon. God. That poem. That's that that. Just just the the use of of the inflection of her words and the movement and the flow and everything else was so action oriented. Yeah. Right. It was in a way. It was. It was. Here are our ideals. What are our actions? What are right. our actions? Yeah. You know. It was that was that was impressive. I mean, un, and here's the thing, Teresa. My I my mom. I talked to my mom about this today, and she said, "That can you believe that a, that 22 year old, uh, you know, had all of that to say?" And I said, "You know, mom, here's the crazy part. You know, the the station I was looking at or that I was listening to." They, t- they said she got her earrings from Oprah. She got that coat from Maya Angelou. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So, so her, her prowess and her, and her character was recognized by people years ago. Yeah. So 22, that's that, nothing compared to what, I mean, people knew about this kid. When she was, yeah, yeah I think I said yeah. it's like 16. She started unreal. unreal. I did see on um, the worst place on the planet, which is called social media, that uh-huh. <laughs> that the public broadcast system PBS has already put out a lesson plan for educators specifically on that poem. Oh, fantastic! Yeah, and it's linked. You know, it has some discussion questions. It has some some uh, connections to spoken word has connections to the ideals in it um what what's next kind of thing so yeah, yeah. so well, anyone listening okay, so, go get yeah, that lesson that, that see that's exactly what i'm talking about i mean and then to see that what she said and what uh the benediction was right after her yep. and what biden said in his speech yep. and what klobuchar said in her yep. speech all of those people have the same themes running all the way through, you know. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that stood out to a lot of the commentators was how Biden talked about we have to end this uncivil war. Yeah, I did hear. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, and well, the only, you know, Jefferson, Jefferson was a big proponent of public schools. Right. Because he believed that the only way a democracy could survive is if kids had our students had a common education mm. and that it is instrumental to democracy yeah it's instrumental okay so to deny what the 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 very symbol of our our peaceful transfer of power and not put that into schools is unpatriotic un-american and unacceptable yeah now i could say i could i could say this Teresa. i i think that the reason administrators were balking at it is because they feared that there might be some kind of demonstration or yeah or something like that i can i can understand if that was the thinking but you know what then just say turn it off if that happens right and thank goodness it was a beautiful celebration and there was nothing 
to distract from the message of the day. Right. In my opinion, right. the message of the day. Right. Yeah. I, I just, I'm, I'm just going to be honest. I, after, um, whether you like her as a performer or not, I thought Lady Gaga's performance oh. mm-hmm. and her singing <laughs> followed by Kamala being um, in, not inducted, but given the oath of office. Right. I, I'm, I might have had a tear. Yeah. Well, you know, and then you follow that up with JLo coming out and singing about America. And then you got Garth Brooks coming down. Yep. And and singing um, the um, Amazing Grace, uh, Amazing Grace, you know the okay. And so you look at all the speakers that we had today, from the different generations and the different backgrounds that people had. Yeah. That really showed the equity and inclusion that Biden has said his presidency is going to absolutely. is going to 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 honor yeah it was a good day good good day if you like inclusion and and uh, well equity and i think that that is maybe something to be spoken about and i'm going to go back to biden's speech and something else he said that um i think all of us including myself could remember he said you know if you didn't vote for me Basically, I'm here for you. We all know he said that. But then he said, but, but give me a chance. Like, listen to my words and hear my heart. Yeah. And then if you still disagree, that's democracy and it's okay. Like, yeah. I just thought that was powerful, a powerful message for everyone related to things, not just political. Mm-hmm. Listen just at least like don't go in with a preconceived i gotta win at all costs mentality go in listen but it's still okay to disagree in the you know what i uh, the thing i i i want i i hope people can hear from what he was saying is listen to what i say oh listen to what i say yeah don't listen to you know, you can listen to whoever you want, but what when I say it, this is what I mean. It's coming from my heart. Right. But when other people are talking for you and telling you how to think and how to believe and what, you know, I mean, that's where we get in trouble is when you let other people doing the, do the thinking for you. Yeah. And there are, I, I mean... We have a free press, and I appreciate the free press, and I think we should have a free press. But we also need to realize that sometimes they get it wrong when they're sharing what a message is. When you've got a 24-hour news cycle, yeah, okay, and you've got umpteen million stations that that have decided to go to that, plus radio stations, plus everything else, then they have to have people. They have to fill time, and they fill time with people who are going to get ratings, and those are generally nuts. Yeah. Or so. people who are half listening, like, and not yeah. by fault of their own, but fault of they have somebody talking in their ear. They've got, they're trying to be next first, and, and they just don't get the context. 
they get right. a word but not the context right okay so let's talk about some things not as deep that i really enjoyed about today okay i loved in lieu of people because of the pandemic all the flags on the mall i, yeah. I was like yeah, that's that was- it we're americans we can't be in the room each one of these flags represents people who couldn't be there i thought that was another visual imagery yeah were you gonna say something about that yeah i was gonna tell you i like i thought i thought that this inauguration absent people okay was um was a striking image of how little importance there is on the number of people in the mall. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I know people want to be there because they want to, you know, be in the room where it happened, so to speak. Yeah. But man, you know, it's not as important. Yeah. It's not a measurement. Oh no, it's not a measurement of how how popular you are or whatever. Right. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I thought that was stunning. Um, we've already talked about, I think their choice of music was appropriate for the event and really set the tone, the order of the speak. Like, I'm just thinking from an event management, oh. besides all the how amazing about, things coming out of it. Oh. How about the, uh, the Pledge of Allegiance? Oh my gosh. And doing it. Yes. Yes. Doing it in sign also. Yeah. Yeah, a, another example of inclusion. Yeah. I want to make sure everyone is included. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I didn't see this, but I heard that the um, the the young man who led all of the that led all of the of the protesters away from the chamber where they were holding Mike Pence. Uh-huh. And took him up the. You remember the the visual of this two weeks ago, where he was yeah. coming up the stairs and he was running, you know, basically leading that crowd of people away right. from the Senate. Yeah. Okay. I, I I heard, and I don't know if uh, I mean I I might be wrong on this. So, uh, but I heard that he was there and that he got to that that. Yeah. Uh, uh, I thought that was pretty cool. That I is mean, cool. That he's. But I'll have to check into that to to go further with the details on it because I just heard it from some people. Yeah, I I was also engaged in some other things today. So I didn't, you know, I couldn't tell who all had gone to church with Biden in the morning, who all was at the event. But I just want to tap into one other thing that I was, I am disappointed that I missed the broadcast of the celebration not celebration, the honoring of the mm-hmm. people who died from COVID yesterday. I heard that was mm-hmm. another, like, just if you don't know what the heart of our current administration is, I think there's been some prime examples the next two days, the last two days. Mm-hmm. Well, and then the the first place he went to was Arlington. Yep. 
yeah. to lay a re, you know a refit yeah. the uh, tomb of the unknown soldier. Yeah. And you know you know here's the here's another apropos piece to to visiting Arlington that I don't know that many people know. Okay, um, you know Robert E. Lee Arlington is his his estate. Mm-hmm. That that was his estate. Okay, with his slaves, everything. So Robert E. Lee was when when the Civil War started. Lincoln asked him to be a, a Union general, to be in charge of the entire Union army. Okay. And he waited until Virginia decided to succeed or not. Okay. In order to make his decision, and once Virginia left the Union, he said, "I I go with my state." And then he became. A commander at the a general in the in the mm-hmm. in the Confederate Army. Okay, mm-hmm. at the first first battle of at App, uh, of uh, first battle of Appomattox or not Appomattox, uh, first battle down in Virginia. Oh, you know, Southerners call it Manassas, and Bull Run was what the Northerners call it. At that first battle, the dead from that battle, you know, they were bringing them back to Washington D.C., and Lincoln said, "You take that dead." And you bury them at Robert E. Lee's front steps on his wow. at his house. No, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. That that's how Arlington got started. I was, did not know that. Yeah, and you know, I'll tell you what. I I heard today people talking. You know, that the next move for the white supremacists in this country was to secede. Mm. And I just, you know, all the talk of unity and stuff like that that's going around. And I just think, wow, isn't it interesting that Biden picked Arlington? Mm. Yeah. Wow. Powerful. Yeah, it was a good day for democracy. Yeah. And 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 let's just be honest, for, for diversity and by diversity, I also include gender diversity mm-hmm. because, man... You know, first woman at that high a level of office. That's yeah. That's some powerful stuff. Now, hey, the next the the next two in line. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. You know, Kamala and Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, you're right. They are number two and three. Yeah. Good mm-hmm. point. And yeah, here's the so, only thing uh, I want to say: since Kamala always wears her chucks, her converses. I, I feel like I should, you know, start advocating where I work that it's okay to wear those uh, converses to work every day because that'd be really comfortable. <laughs> no, you don't care, do you? Well, you know, I get to wear converses if I want to. Well, that's day. true. That's true. Good point. Yeah. Well, I I was grateful to have the opportunity to witness history today, as we do yeah. every four years. This one just had a lot more firsts than many of them. Yeah. Well, Teresa, that one, one, another down for the books. And of course, you know that, you know, we've got four years of who knows what, what the future will bring, but hopefully prosperity on this country and, and maybe we'll, maybe we'll come out of this better. Yep. Prosperity on this country and our people for sure. Yeah. Well, on that All right. well, full note, it's always a joy. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll see you next Wednesday. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Well, that does it for this week's Wednesday Exchange. 
I'm Brett Kaufman, and on behalf of my partner, Teresa Tulipana, we hope we gave you some food for thought. We'd love to hear from you, so direct message us on Twitter. I'm at Brett Kaufman, and Teresa's at T. Tulipana. We'll see you next week at the Wednesday Exchange.